before we even get into it, we got to kick episode 57 off with a rest in peace to George Floyd, a rest in peace to Breonna Taylor. I don't think I've really mentioned her on the podcast too much. And of course, um, rest in peace to Amar Arbery. All three lost their life to white supremacy, white supremacist-ass police officers. That's how we finna get episode 57 going. We gotta we gotta kick it off with paying homage and paying the utmost respects to the ones who, you know, lost their life to the most senseless shit in the world. So welcome back, y'all. Episode 57. It's so much to talk about. It's it's just a lot going on in the world. Um, I'm going to do my best to go ahead and get the sad shit out the way first quarter. So by the fourth quarter, we'll be kiki laughing and slapping fire, honey. But let's just go ahead and get the somber stuff behind us. Um, I know y'all been following the news just like I've been following the news. And this George Floyd situation is literally one for the books y'all this is on the level with the Rodney King riots this this is that this is what we're living in real time we're not reading about it it's not in the history books it's not in the textbooks we are witnessing the Rodney King um riots all over again and it's rightfully so. If there's any time to riot and to show our ass, it's now. Because, you know, and I've said it before, probably on this podcast, I can't remember, but I don't like seeing the videos. I don't like the videos circulating. You know, I don't, I just don't feel like it's good for my mental health, your mental health, the mental health of black men who have to go out into the world and know that this could very well be them. Um, But at the same time, I feel like videos such as this are so needed because with this George Floyd situation, this is not something we heard. This is not a rumor This is not just the talk around town. Did you hear about it? Did you hear about it? This is something that we are witnessing. We saw it. We heard it. It's nothing that could pull the wool over our eyes and and tell us it didn't happen. We seen it, right? So... I mean, I, I guess it's a it's a plus to having that video um, footage, but me personally, I I'm I don't want to see it. I it's, it does nothing for me. If anything, it hurts me. It hurts my mental. So I don't want to see it. But let's get into it. Let's let's get into it for the people who don't know. Um, George Floyd was the man in Minneapolis on it was Monday. Um, they called the police on them. 
because allegedly he used a $20 counterfeit bill to pay for something at a deli. The employees realized that he had used the counterfeit bill after he exited the facility and they called the police. Um, The police came. It was four officers responded, which is excessive within itself why do you need four officers to respond to a counterfeit $20 bill call that's that's excessive within itself um they came got him on the ground handcuffed him rendering him totally defenseless he cannot hurt them in any way in the position that he was in And instead of getting him off the ground, putting him in a cop car, one of the officers, I don't have his name in front of me, I'm not going to look it up, proceeded to put his knee on George's neck. So George couldn't breathe. And this man is pleading on the video that he cannot breathe. This man continues to have his knee down onto his neck very firmly i mean it's clear as day on the video the man is pleading and ultimately you know he cuts off his blood supplies and he dies and it's so hard to watch it's it's just you're watching somebody die i mean it's it's very very disturbing so um and riots and protests have ensued and not the peaceful time. It's it's let me tell y'all something, man. Um the peaceful shit ain't working. Let's just call a thing a thing. The peaceful protesting is not working. The prayers are not working. The petitions are not working. Firing these white supremacist officers is not working. Um, hashtags are not working. It's not working. It's just not. It's, it's not working. So, since that ain't working, the people of Minneapolis decided, fuck it, we gonna burn this shit down. Listen, I'm not for violence. I'm not for none of that. But you know what? Burn that shit down. Burn that motherfucker down. Burn it down. Burn it down to the ground. Burn it down. Maybe if the local economy is affected. Maybe if the white supremacists and their businesses are affected. Maybe if the tourism money ain't coming in. Maybe... Just maybe you'll get maybe you'll get some change. I don't know. Because at this point, I don't know. I don't know what what can change this. First of all, this officer who killed George had a history. He was involved in um an on-duty shooting. He had numerous complaints of excessive force against him. Um, he was a white supremacist. He had a hat that said, don't not make America great again. It said, make whites great again. He had that on one of his social media platforms. So this is somebody 
with a clear pattern and you have a police department that ignored all of that shit. And so now we're here. Um, I saw Minneapolis were looting. They burnt down an entire um, under construction apartment complex, I think it was. Out in L.A., they blocked the freeway. They vandalized police cars. Uh, uh, listen. Burn it down. Burn that shit down. Burn it to the ground. Because I don't know what else could be done. I just don't know. Like, I just, I don't know. I don't have the slightest idea because... And like I said on Instagram, being black is hard enough. Going out and showing up into the world as a black person is hard within itself. Being a black man is just absolutely dangerous. And I fear for all of the black men in my life on a daily basis, just going to the store. Or going to work. You know what I mean? Any encounter between black men and the police can end like this because of hate. Because of white supremacy. And to be honest, you know, they're already setting up for this officer who murdered George Floyd to be acquitted. Despite the mayor of Minneapolis calling for the officers all to be arrested to go to jail or whatever, they already sending this shit up. I saw, I, I think it was the DA office up there. He came out and said, we don't have enough evidence to arrest that officer for murder. This is what pisses me off, right? This is what's getting me. This is what gets me every time. To come out and say we don't have enough evidence to charge this officer with anything, let alone murder. Like we didn't just watch a whole ass video of him committing murder. You know what I'm saying? That's what really pisses me off with the Eric Gardner, the the George Floyd, just all of these instances, Philando Castro, that are caught on film. We see you. This is not something somebody came and told us. We didn't read about it. It was not a rumor. It's not word of mouth. We saw it with our own two eyes. That was what pissed me off because now you playing with my intelligence. You telling me that I did not just see an officer kill a black man. You're like you're you're telling me I did not just see what I saw. So to tell me that there's not enough evidence to charge the officer with murder. That's a slap in the face, man. Just say just tell me you don't give a fuck about black lives. Say that. Stand in your shit. Say, you know what? This officer is one of ours and we gonna protect him and we ain't trying that shit. We ain't taking it to court. Stand in it. 
But don't sit here and tell me and a million other people just like me that we did not see this officer murder George Floyd on camera. Don't tell me that. Stop trying me. You, It's like they play on our intelligence. Like, that's offensive. You're insulting my intelligence right now. You're insulting my intellect. You're insulting my vision, nigga. Because you're telling me that I cannot see. You don't don't make it don't make it sweet for me. Tell me that this is one of your officers. You're not gonna tolerate one of your own being tried in this case. Period. Y'all so big and damn bad. Okay, just say that. Be a racist to my damn face. Be blatant. Be bold with it. You know what I mean? It's just a slap in the face. It's a slap in the face. And I'm praying like never before for just the black men in my life. Because you never know. It hits closer and closer to home. Trayvon Martin was in Florida. You know what I mean? I pray for my brothers, my daddy, uncles, my friends, um, nephews. Just because you just never know when you are going to run across that officer who is full of hate who is with the shit who don't mind killing you who don't like black people so they 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 more than willing to kill your ass you know what i'm saying it's 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 exhausting it's back to back it was Amar Arbery, Breonna Taylor, and not George Floyd. And I'm trying to... I'm pretty sure that's the order. I'm pretty sure that's the correct order. Um, if it's not, forgive me. But I'm pretty sure that's the correct order. Amar Arbery minding his business jogging. He's murdered for no reason. Breonna Taylor home, sleep. That That is the scariest shit in the world to be asleep. And somebody bust in your house and kill you. The police just bust in your house. Just imagine you, after a long day of work, you go home and go to sleep. Just for the police to kick down your door and have the wrong apartment, might I add. Wasn't even supposed to be at your house. They kill you thinking you somebody else altogether. That's number one. Kick down your door while you asleep. And take your life. You did absolutely nothing wrong. Okay, so what they gonna say about that? I mean, I, I'm just, I'm curious. I, I just, I don't understand. The officers lost their job. whoop de doo They gonna get another one? They gonna get another job. Somebody will hire them. Another police um, agency that's had by a fellow white supremacist who saw nothing wrong with what they did will hire them so stop the bullshit don't it's like oh okay we'll fire him that's nothing this this man took a life george floyd was on the ground defenseless as hell he couldn't have hurt none of them officers it was for them and aside from that This man is telling you that he couldn't breathe. 
At what point were you going to pull him up to his damn feet? Get him off the ground. Get your damn knee out of his neck. Like, I'm tired. I'm so tired. I'm so, so, so tired. I'm praying for the protesters. I'm praying for those um, rioting. Because people are angry. People are angry and people are hurt. And that's why we cannot tell people how to react right now. I mean, I'm not condoning rioters, you know what I mean, hurting anybody. But I understand this anger. This is years upon years of anger. This is video upon video embedded in people's brains of black men, black women being murdered for no reason. These people are being killed for no reason. But yet, what's the little boy name? Dylan Roof went in the church in Charleston, shot it up. They walked him out just as gracefully as ever. Went and killed all them damn people. Mass murderers go into places and kill everybody. And they walk them out just as gracefully as ever. Give them bulletproof vests and all. Protect the hell out of them. Because they white. I, I'm, I'm over it. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know if we're going to talk about it ever again on this podcast. I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I can continue to talk about this shit. I don't know if I can continue to see. I've been avoiding social media, um, particularly Twitter. Instagram, I don't really see it as much. But Twitter is definitely more saturated with the vulgar videos the disturbing videos so the video of George Floyd was all over Twitter and I just didn't want to see it I've been avoiding it and avoiding it and avoiding it and I just I just can't do it I I can't see no more I can't hear no more I don't know what needs to be done but um they already setting up his defense they already setting up this officer defense so you know it's gonna be another Philando Castro situation it's gonna be another Trayvon Martin situation. These people get to kill innocent blacks and walk away. They get to go on with their life like nothing happened. And it's... I don't know. I'm just... It's like all of this over a counterfeit $20 bill. And you know what? I'm sorry. I got to put some of the blame on the employees of that deli. Listen, when I was working in retail... I was working in retail, I worked at Walgreens, and I worked at the bank. I worked for the bank, actually, for many years. Counterfeit money is so much more common than y'all may think. People have come into the bank that I was working at, asking to get changed, and handed me a a counterfeit $20 bill. And be like, hey man, you know this, you know, this is not a real bill. They don't even know. A lot of people don't, if you hand a lot of people a counterfeit bill a counterfeit um piece of currency they will not know the difference i know because i work in retail i work for the bank i was trained to know but if you give the average person who's never worked in retail 
never worked in any type of industry that they have to exchange money so they have to be fluid in this type of thing then they would not even know that they have a counterfeit $20 bill in their hand they wouldn't know what to look for they wouldn't know the little identifying factors they wouldn't know because overall it looks very very real it's common it's so common when I worked for the bank businesses big organizations would send in their their nightly deposits there would be counterfeits in there where they counted the money put it in the bank to deposit they didn't even realize and that's a business you know what I mean so I can definitely see a George Floyd you know coming across a fake $20 bill not knowing that it was fake y'all don't know how common that is I have gotten a deposit while working at the bank with at least $100 or more in counterfeit bills from a business. A business brought that to be deposited. So businesses, a lot of business owners not even realizing counterfeit money. So I I have to put some of the blame on the employees because instead of just notifying their boss like, hey, this is a counterfeit bill. Y'all called the police. Let me tell you something. When I worked at Walgreens, when I worked at Foot Locker, Lady Foot Locker, Dippin' Dots, Foot Action, um, Macy's. I, listen, I done work all up and through a bitch mall, okay? I done came across counterfeit money so many times. I'm not calling the damn police. That is an example of people going above and beyond for businesses and companies that will literally replace their ass. If they got sick. Stop going above and beyond for these goddamn businesses. Learn to mind your damn business. That $20 bill. That counterfeit $20 bill that you caught the police over. You just cost somebody their damn life. And yes, the police killed him. But his blood is partially on your hands. Period. Period. You should have told your damn manager. You should have went to your manager and said, you know what I'm Somebody left a $20 bill. I don't, I cannot stand. I can't even say I don't like, I cannot stand people who go above and beyond for their damn jobs. Like I used to have a manager who, if she would see somebody shoplifting, she would chase after their cars. Or she would stand at the doorway and try to stop them from leaving. There is nothing in that store that is worth your life or somebody else's life. I used to see people shoplifting all the damn time. I turned the other cheek. Not my business. Ain't got nothing to do with me. If your ass double back, girl, you pick me up something. Hell, I pay you for it. Stop playing with me. And I understand that the deli was like a little mom and pop deli. I've been there for 30 years. Never the damn less. I don't give a damn if it's big business or little business. I feel like that employer, that employee, when they came across that counterfeit $20 bill, they should have charged that shit to the game, notify your, you know what I mean, your uh, boss, whoever is the owner of the deli, that somebody paid with a damn $20 counterfeit bill. But his George Floyd's blood is partially on your damn hands because you want to be super saver of the goddamn deli. And called the police, but I can almost guarantee if it was a white man, you would not have called the police on them. You wouldn't have done it. 
you wouldn't have called the police. You would have did exactly what I'm telling you to do. And that's, you would have went to your manager and said, you know what, somebody paid with a counterfeit bill. But that was a black man. So in your mind, oh, this black man trying to get over, this black man knew he gave us a counterfeit $20 bill. This black man is trying to be a crook. You called the damn police. I'm tired. I'm tired. Y'all gonna get enough for going above and beyond for goddamn business. The same, it's the same with the Amar Arbery case. The man who recorded it, they done arrested his ass for murder because instead of minding his damn business, he chased Amar Arbery and tried to block him in with his car when he could have just went his ass home and minded his business. That's the problem with y'all white people. Y'all don't know how to mind your motherfucking business. That's that's it. And I've been doing real good with my cussing this whole episode, but y'all, I done got pissed off now, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how the rest of these, this, I don't know how the next 30 minutes of this podcast gonna go. I'ma try. I've, I've been making a conscious effort to watch my mouth doing this damn podcast, because I know this whole subject matter gets me so pissed off. Mind your business. I used to come across shoplifters, counterfeit money all kind of stuff working in retail working in the bank i minded my business because you know why even if a person is shoplifting that is not worth my life and it's not worth your life i'm not i've witnessed people shoplifting i'm not gonna get on the phone and call 911 to report shoplifting in my store because you know what these damn officers are going to ask for a description. And if I tell them it's a black man in her shoplifting, they're going to come with guns drawn like they own all of this damn merchandise in here. Okay? Or if I tell them it's a black woman, they're going to come with guns drawn. It's not worth my life or your life. This merchandise in here, I do not own it. So I'm not of the belief that I've, I've never gotten on the phone and called the police. I might have informed my manager after the fact, after the person was out of the store. But it's never that serious for me because I know what's going to happen. I know the police finna pull up to this bitch. I know they coming with guns. I know that a lot of these police officers are trigger happy. They waiting to catch a body. Wait, praying every day they go to work to catch a body. So why would I, in good faith, get on the phone and call the police and say, it's a shoplifter in here? Or get on the phone and call the police and say, this person just gave me a counterfeit $20 bill when I know they coming with guns. And I know that shit can go left real quick. It's not worth it for me. It's not, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night knowing I called the police on somebody over a damn counterfeit $20 bill that they tried to pay me. So what? This a big-ass corporation. This a big-ass organization. They can afford $20. Okay, they took a $20 hit. Big deal. Somebody is dead because of you want to be super save a hole at a damn deli calling the goddamn police over a $20 counterfeit bill. I don't respect it. And, you know, the owner of the deli saying that he's starting to receive threats. And, you know, he was talking to CNN saying you should direct the 
the threats to the officers. I agree wholeheartedly. Y'all didn't kill him. But at the end of the day, y'all escalated it way further than it needed to be escalated. Period. Instead of calling the police, educate your damn employees on counterfeit currency. So when they come across it, they can address it. He didn't even have to take the damn currency from George Floyd. Had his ass looked at it and say, hey man, that's counterfeit. I can't take it. George would have left. Case would have been closed. That man would have been alive right now. So I don't feel sorry for the deadly. I have no sympathy for them. My my sympathy lies with George Floyd, his family, his children. That's it. Everybody else trying to garner up some sympathy over getting threats, over getting this, over getting that. You have none of my sympathy. I do not care about you. Genuinely, I do not care. My thoughts and my prayers and my hope lies with that man who was pleading, pleading with this officer. He could not breathe. Just like Eric Garner. It was it's the exact same situation. Just like Eric Garner. And instead of having any type of compassion, this officer had his knee. Um, on George Floyd's neck for eight minutes when he could have easily pulled him up and got him off the ground. It is it's blatant. Uh, um, I, I take it back. I'm not going to say we ain't going to talk about this type of shit no more, but I am tired. I'm, I'm really, really, really tired. I have to take a break from social media after this because I don't need to see or hear no more because honestly, I know what's going to happen. I know how this situation is going to pan out. If, if they bring charges, it's going to be a not guilty and that's just going to be the end of it. So I'm just, I'm not interested in seeing how this played out. Um, and then in Minneapolis, can't even say the damn word, Minneapolis, the lady, the only comic relief that I had from this shit was that lady getting fired, extinguished in that damn Target. That was the funniest shit that I have seen in a long time. So her ass got in this motorized wheelchair. First of all, she could walk. Second of all, they were saying she was elderly. The bitch was only 30. That's how white supremacists age. When your ass is racist and hateful, your age like goddamn spoiled milk with your nasty ass. And she rolled her ass up in Target. I guess she felt like the Avengers of Target. She's stabbing the looters in Target instead of minding her damn business. Bitch, if you in a motorized wheelchair, you claim to be handicapped. Why you ain't in the house? They looting outside and protesting. Why your ass ain't in the house where it's safe? Instead of minding her damn business, she decide she gonna start stabbing the looters. That shit did not go well for her. Them damn looters picked up that damn fire extinguisher and blasted her ass. They sprayed that damn lady like a roach. I was in 
actual tears. Somebody remind me I posted on the Cake Dish Podcast Instagram because when I talk about that was the laugh I needed to get me through, that shit was so funny. Y'all, that, that, man, I mean, they popped a goddamn fire extinguisher like a damn can of Ray, blasted her ass. That, it was so funny. Like, I have, I'm gonna post it for y'all. I know everybody done seen it, but I'm gonna post it just in case you needed it, because I needed it. And then on top of that, a couple days ago, I'm backtracking. The lady in Central Park calling the police on that, that black man who was not bothering her at all but see she knew exactly what to say and this is another reason i'm I'm gonna say this i'm gonna get off this because i got other shit to talk about and i done spent over 30 minutes talking about white supremacy and and racism and i'm tired but this bitch calls the police on this black man in central park and that hoe said a big black man is threatening me and then she began to scream and elevate her voice as if she was being attacked that's another situation could have went so left so quick you get your ass on this damn phone and you tell the operator you being attacked again we have the video we are witnessing you not be attacked we are seeing you lie we're seeing you put on a whole ass show child the police could have came out there with guns drawn thanking your ass being attacked blew this man head off because why because you want to be fucking racist And what pisses me off is that y'all know exactly what y'all be doing. This bitch didn't say, oh, it's a man in the park threatening me. She said there's a big black man in the park threatening me. In other words, I'm a little white woman and there's a big scary black man in the park threatening me. And I'm fearful for my life. Like y'all know what to say that bothers me. But some more comic relief for your ass. That heifer done lost her job. That heifer done lost her dog because in the video you see her dragging the damn dog around like a rag doll. They done took the damn dog from her and she done lost her job. Girl, during a pandemic, oh child, the ghetto. The ghetto, honey. I'm happy. That made me happy. That made me smile. Um, Let's move. Let's, 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 let's get off these hoes. I want to talk about... But before we go, rest in peace again to George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Amar Arbery. Um, I'm praying all three get the justice that they so desperately deserve. Now, let's get into the music, man. Let's get into this Jagged Edge and 112 battle. Y'all know how excited I was. And I was going to talk about this. Um, it was Monday. I had a podcast lined up Monday with um, an artist. It didn't go as planned. So that's why we didn't get a Monday podcast. But nevertheless, y'all, this Jagged Edge and 112 battle was so anticlimactic. I was so disappointed. Like, I was excited for this one. I couldn't wait. I told y'all that Jagged Edge was going to watch 112. We went through a whole lot of shit, and it was just not good. It, it was just... I'm going to be honest with you, man. Let's just be 100% honest. Um, Jagged Edge looked like they just was not into it. They looked bored 
most of the time, Jagged Edge looked really uninterested, really, really just not here for it. And I'm curious, do the artists get paid for them versus battles? Because it would seem to me that they could just say no if they don't want to do it. And the vibe that I was getting from Jagged Edge and 112 was they didn't want to do it. So I'm curious, like, did they do it for the money because they was getting paid for it? Or did they do it, you know, just off the strength? Because I feel like, okay, if they was getting paid to do that versus battle, that's the incentive to show up. Because literally that's all they did was show up. They was they was not interested. So I because I feel like if you ain't interested and you ain't getting paid, you could just easily be like, no, I don't want to do it. But child, they did it and you know, 112, it was only two members of 112. The other two said that they were in a legal battle, I guess. See, I didn't really understand if they was in a legal battle with the group, like 112, or they was in a legal battle with Jagged Edge. I was confused on that. But it was only two members of 112. Um, certain songs, 112, I guess they was trying to kind of get into the groove. And, you know, they was dancing a little bit. But it was just, it was, it was painful to watch. I don't know about for y'all, but it was just very not good. And then on top of the energy being trash as fuck, the audio was trash. Now, let me get on that. Versus, y'all got to get y'all shit together. Timbaland and Swiss Beats, they came out and they said every artist who does the versus battle is sent basically like a tech kit. And that's what they're supposed to use to ensure audio, blah, blah, blah. And... It appears to me that Jagged Edge and 112 was not using this. Actually, it appears that a lot of the Versus artists are not using this. Maybe Nelly wasn't using this for his battle. Um, Beanie Man and the other reggae singer. Forgive me, I don't I don't really listen to reggae. But theirs was really good. So they must have been using the technology that was sent. Jill and Erica must have been using the technology that was sent. Babyface must have been using the technology that was sent. Because when they said that, when Timbaland and Swiss Beats came out and said that they actually send over the media equipment and, and things like that to be used during verses, I'm like, okay, now I could tell who been using the verses equipment and who has not. It makes perfect sense now. So, I guess... Just on top of everything else, it seemed like Jagged Edge and 112 obviously didn't use it. Um, and it was just off. Like, you know, it it was just, it was hard to watch. I, I logged in and I tried to engage and because I was so excited about it. Just like I was excited about the Nelly and Ludacris battle. I was super, 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 super looking forward to this Jagged Edge in 112 because I just knew it was going to be a good one. And it's like once when 112 was kind of dancing and vibing to their music, Jagged Edge was just kind of sitting there flat. And vice versa, It the energy, the, the energy was just so trash. And I think a lot of times people underestimate energy, but when your energy is off, 
whatever you doing is off like if i did this podcast and my energy was off that shit would translate to y'all it'll be a flat ass podcast you know what i mean if i'm writing something like even with my writing i could tell when i'm writing and my energy is off because the article is flat like my energy is not translating over to what i'm writing so the shit is flat it's boring the the wording is not the best like it's very basic very plain you know what I mean? When my energy is up and I'm I'm in my zone, I'm really feeling myself, I be saying all kind of big words and shit in my writing. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I dress it up, make it real good for you, make it real sound real expensive. You understand? So, it was just, it, I just wasn't here for it. Um, and that sucks because I was really looking forward to it. The music was great. I mean, they played... Really, they played all the, you know, the songs we wanted to hear. Um, 112 did Hey Lover. They did Cupid, of course. Jagged Edge did Promise and Goodbye and I Gotta Be and He Can't Love You. And I love it that um, that Versus is putting the Versus playlist on title. I really like that. So you could go back and basically have your own damn Versus battle since the audio is so trash. But you can kind of go back and listen to the whole playlist with all the songs that were featured. I really, really am enjoying that part of it. Because I do go back and listen to the playlist. Um, especially when the audio is trash. So, wasn't really, I just wasn't really feeling it. And it sucked because I was really looking forward to it. Um, elsewhere in music, Azalea Banks says she slept with Dave Chappelle. Do y'all care? Because Lord knows I don't. Azalea is a troll. This is what Azalea do. Um, although it was one line that Azalea said in the whole rant about Sigma Day Chappelle, and she was saying something to the effect of when she's getting dragged, black men don't come to her rescue to protect her. So what is she keeping basically their secrets for? Like, why am I keeping your secrets, nigga, when some shit going on with me you don't even jump to my defense and I had I agreed I ain't even gonna lie I I did agree with her when she said that like why the hell I need to keep your secrets for for what I I I fuck with it there but aside from that I mean she was like yeah I could mess up your whole marriage I could tell your wife how we fucked I don't really know her incentive for Revealing that information. I don't doubt it. I mean, both in entertainment, they definitely could have ran with the same, you know, group of people. I don't doubt it, but, you know, it's Azalea Banks. She did it the Azalea Banks way. Um, I wasn't super invested in that. Same with this Doja Cat situation. I'm not super invested in that either. A lot of people were super outraged. I am getting to the point where my outrage for rich millionaires is slim to none. No matter what I say, do, no matter how much I cancel them, no matter how little I stream their music, they're going to continue to be rich. They're going to continue to be wealthy and financially stable, and they're going to continue to be okay. And listen, I'm rooting for everybody black. Be okay. I want you to be okay. But I just think cancel culture is sometimes such a big ass waste of time because 
you're doing all that hooping and hollering, Chad, and these people are still on the top of the charts. They're still going to sell out tours when Corona lifts and allow us to go to concerts. They still selling albums. They still getting big money. So you canceling them means absolutely nothing, honey. You are only wasting your own breath. Um, Doja was, you know, of course, as y'all seen, she was in the chat room with the whites and they were calling her the N-word with the hard R. She wasn't really saying nothing. Listen, Doja Cat just reminds me of one of like the stereotypical mixed girls who is super out of touch with her black side. Um, despite all that shit she rap about, she just seems very out of touch with her black side. And you know what? That's okay. Because if you were raised in a predominantly white household, then maybe I can understand. But um, her being in those chat rooms with the white supremacists, that's another video that I didn't really see in its entirety. People were just talking about her in the chat rooms with the white supremacists. So I don't know. But, I mean, I could definitely see it. Stereotypical black um, mixed girl raised in a white household. You know, she says she identifies as black. But Doja Cat comes off into the world as a white woman. So, do it that as you will. I'm not, I don't know. I'm just, I still like Say So. I still like Say So Remix. So, what are you going to do? I'm just... I'm not canceling her. I guess I'm not canceling her because I was never a super huge Doja Cat fan. So, I don't know. It just doesn't affect me. I think people on the internet just get so affected and injured by every little single thing. To where it's like, you can't say anything to them. I don't know. Child, I'm over it. Um, Listen, y'all got to stop. Allowing your happiness to fall on strangers. Y'all got to stop allowing, you know, the the key to your damn heart to fall on what a celebrity is doing. It's, it's not that serious for me. Let's get into Insecure, though. And as y'all can see, I'm horrible with transitions. I'm just jumping from topic to topic. So, Insecure this past week was super good. Um, Molly, I like that it was kind of all about Molly and it was just kind of focused on what she's doing, um, you know, away from Issa. And she went on a vacation with Andrew and his brother and his brother's girlfriend. The girlfriend was cute. She was just very extra. We, everybody knows that one girl who will compliment you to death. That's how Andrew's sister-in-law was. She was commenting Molly ass to death, honey. And, but she was okay. She, you know, she didn't rub me wrong. Um, Andrew and Molly spicing up shit in the bedroom. First of all, I'm about to jump around a lot. I love that Insecure makes a space, a safe space for black women to be sexual. I've loved that from the beginning and when I say sexual I mean sexual outside of an OnlyFans not knocking OnlyFans I love OnlyFans but sexual outside of porn just the day-to-day working class woman is a sexual being and it's okay and I think Insecure does a really good job of showing that and highlighting that black women can be 
sexual beings and it's not weird it's not um it's it's natural. You know what I mean? And I love that. I love that for them. My look is so damn good in that lingerie for Andrew. She was like, first you're going to have to eat this ass. That her ass right up on his face. I know that's right. Now, was it me? Or was when Andrew hunching Molly on that damn balcony, he looked like he was salsa dancing like, child, you don't bend her over. She got all that ass. Bend that ass over that balcony. Andrew was hitting Molly like he was kind of, you know what I'm saying, scared to bend her over the balcony. Y'all on vacation. YOLO, bend that ass over that balcony. Let the neighbor see, bitch. Andrew was just, Andrew was not drilling it, killing it like he needed to. See, they, let me hush. Let me go on hush. I'm about to spill some of my tea. But, um, on the vacation, it was just, it was really cute to see. They got kind of kinky on the airplane. I really enjoyed that. That's really what a vacation is about. I think, aside from the bullshit that happened, we're going to get there. But I really feel like they captured the true essence of a vacation. And what a vacation is, a vacation is... Where you go with your boo to get kinky. Where y'all get to get away from y'all normal day-to-day life and experiment. And really explore one another outside of the house and the usual comfort zones. You put yourself in a different environment and it creates a different type of energy, a different type of vibe. You know what I'm saying? So I love that Molly and Andrew really got to enjoy and explore Um, their relationship on a sexual level and be very open about what they want sexually because a lot of times that could really fuck it up like you could have a guy who only when he having sex with you he only has sex with you like this but you want it like this or you may have a guy who want to try this but he don't know how you gonna receive that you know what I'm saying so it's really It was really refreshing to see those conversations being had and not in a weird, awkward way. I really like that. Um, so we about to fast forward just a little bit. Molly going off on the towel lady. Molly asked for a towel. The lady asked, I need to see your key card. Molly went off. Here's the thing. I totally understand Molly going off. Um, I think Andrew's brother just could have, should have dropped it because if the roles were reversed, I hate somebody who tells me or makes me feel like my struggles are not validated, especially the struggles of being a black woman is not validated. Like, don't tell me that some shit is not racist when I've been enduring racism my whole life. Don't tell me that as a black woman, I shouldn't be offended when I just saw a white woman who didn't have to show a key card to get a towel and it was no problem. Like, and I think Andrew's brother was really diminishing, diminishing Molly's experience. And I didn't appreciate that because he himself even was like, you know, I'm Asian. I've been through racism. Well, if you've been through racism, as an Asian, then I would think you would understand where Molly was coming from as a black woman who was enduring racism and discrimination. I, I, we ain't gonna, I won't call it racism, but I will say discrimination. Um, because 
you know, the person prior to Molly didn't have to show a key card and they were not black. So why did Molly have to show one? Um, and I ultimately, I think Andrew's brother should have dropped it. I think it should have been one of those situations where Andrew's brother say to himself, you know what? I wasn't there for the whole exchange. And I don't know the black struggle. So let me hush. Period. Just just shut up. Like, just shut up about it. Because Molly don't know the Asian struggle. So that would be like her coming into Asian spaces and trying to tell an Asian what is and is not racist. You know what I mean? So I think he just should have backed off with that one. But I do feel like Molly had reason to kind of get in Andrew brother ass. Because why are you keep... It's like he was pressing and pressing and pressing. So, and you know, I'm never team Molly, but I'm with her when she write. I didn't like that shit at all. And I love how Andrew stood up for her. Um, and he talked to his brother. I was, I was feeling that. Ultimately, they didn't link back up with the brother and the brother's wife or girlfriend or whatever. That's a good thing. I think everybody needed a moment. Um... I know I done missed a whole lot of shit, but this is just the shit that stood out to me. Now they get back and Molly sees Lawrence at the airport. And it's kind of awkward. You know, you, my best friend's ex-work, you know what I'm saying? Ex-boyfriend, whatever. So it's it's very, you know, awkward. And then Andrew kind of felt awkward because he didn't know who it was so this this episode of insecure was it was really good but it was very mellowed out um and you know what i think that's what we need because one thing about insecure they they will tear us down to build us back up (laughs) and that's what i think is really happening with insecure something is going to happen Something is going to transpire between Molly and Issa to either bring them back together or drive them closer apart. And I think we kind of got a glimpse in it because um, Andrew told Molly about Nathan's mental health issues. And that was the reason last season that Nathan kind of disappeared on Issa. And Molly kind of a light you could tell a light bulb went off because if y'all remember last season molly kind of stopped nathan at the door when he popped back up to see Issa, and so i don't think they plugged that in there for nothing i think that is going to play some kind of role maybe in getting them back together or pushing them closer apart because you could tell Molly was like, oh shit, you know, I didn't know Nathan had mental issues and that's why he got ghost on Issa. And then when he came back around with the flowers to give to Issa, you know, I didn't even tell Issa that he came. You know what I'm saying? So I think, I don't think they just mentioned that for nothing. I, I think it's something to that little revelation that Molly ass had. But, you know, it remains to be seen. Next episode, we're going to see Issa and Lawrence having a little outing. That's why I say Insecure will tear us down just to build us back up again, honey. So they had to give us, you know, a very cute vacation uh, type little episode with Andrew and Hubble. I mean, with Andrew and Hubble, with Molly and Hubble. Because it's, 
it's gonna be something so i'm excited though and we are almost done with the season of insecure i think it's three more episodes like the shit is wrapping up i don't know if y'all caught that or not but i believe last sunday was episode 50 i mean episode 7 so yeah we wrapping up um insecure pretty much told us go to hell we ain't giving y'all hour long episodes so we gotta take what we can get with this little 30 minutes child but i do have a main topic honey and i'm trying to decide am i gonna really get a girl's this main ass topic so i posted on my instagram about flowers and my question was do guys still give slash send women flowers and most of you most of the guys say yes um i had a couple guys in there saying girls don't like flowers or i've sent a girl a flower and it was I just sent it to the wrong girl. I did the right stuff for the wrong girl. I had another guy say, oh, yeah, but some girls ain't worth it. But the majority was, yes, men do still send flowers. And I thought that was refreshing as fuck. Um, because it's just not something you see. Like, you don't see men going to pick up the girl on the date and have flowers. Or getting flowers sent to the job or to the house. Or just coming over to see her and bringing flowers it's just not something you see so it was refreshing to see so many men responding and saying hey yes we still do that shit um honestly it's really the simple things with women sometimes i don't think men really realize like the weight that flowers hold They hold way more weight than an edible arrangement. An edible arrangement is kind of just there for the optics. Um, I mean, if a guy send me an edible arrangement, don't get me wrong, I'm going to eat the shit out of that fruit. I'm going to fuck it up. But I don't know, man. It's just something very sweet about flowers. It's something that will bring tears to my eyes if a man brought me flowers. And it's always been like that. I've only had, I believe, one guy send me some flowers, free him. But, yeah, it's it's just not a common thing. Um, what's some simple things that you like? Some of the simple shit that I like, of course, flowers. Because it's not something that I really get. But I really like when a guy pays attention to the shit that I like like pays attention to my favorite dessert and I come home and he have it waiting on me or buy me some flowers and put them in a vase for when I walk through the door or send me flowers if I'm not having a good day um my favorite food like have it you know take me to get my favorite food or just have it or something I like when guys pay attention to the shit that I say I like (laughs) And don't get me wrong, I like money, I like purses, I like shoes, I like trips, I like all of that shit. But when you've had all of that as being the norm, you appreciate the small shit like flowers. You appreciate the small shit like I love cheesecake, a nigga bringing me my favorite cheesecake or my favorite ice cream or whatever the case may be. You really grow to appreciate that 
that simple shit when you always are used to getting a big shit. Now, girl, don't quote me. Get the big shit first, honey. Don't just, <laughs> don't just be cool with what any you know with anything. Let a nigga know exactly what you want. But I'm just saying, if you used to all the big shit, then that's when you like the simple thing. All right, sorry y'all. I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> but um where we were. Okay, simple thing. So yeah, I'm I'm big on that. Like, I'm a horror movie type of girl. So, you know, if we kicking it, I can appreciate you ordering food and have like all the horror movies lined up. Y'all know I'm a conjuring girl. I am a conjuring universe girl. So I can appreciate ordering takeout and having all the conjurer the conjuring annabelle movies like lined up for us to watch have a good ass movie night like i like that type of shit i like when guys are interested in the shit that i'm interested in i love paranormal shit book a little 15 walking ghost tour you know what i'm saying just shit like that um and honestly i think men are the same way I think men appreciate gifts, same with women, but I honestly think men are more simple than we give them credit, and that actually brings me to my ex Drika question. I got an ex Drika question, and the girl said, you know, I want to get my man something really, really, really nice for his birthday, and I was thinking Gucci shoes, even though he's a simple guy, do I get him something really high-end to show my appreciation or keep it simple and my answer to that is you get a person what they like period I like like I said purses trips shoes all that shit I like that and then of course I do like simple things but if a person kind of tell you what they like um that Gucci shoe shit is material honestly it's it's material and Despite what social media tells us, because I swear social media look like everybody is just dripping in designer. Half that shit be fake, but that's another podcast. Everybody does not, is not on the designer wave. Some guys are sneakerheads. Some guys literally will prefer a Jordan, a Air Max, a Yeezy um, over any pair of designer sneakers. And Yeezys ain't cheap. Yeezys are a designer sneaker, might as well say. But... Yeah, Pooh, no, don't don't fall into the allure of Gucci shoes or a designer anything equals like your love for that person or uh, buying somebody a designer something is the equivalent to the amount of love you have for them. No, because see, that's what you value. That's not what he values. If he's not a Gucci shoe guy, why would you go put six, seven, eight hundred dollars in a pair of Gucci shoes that he's not really interested in? He might be a Jordan One guy. It will save you some money. You know what I'm saying? You you just when it comes to guys, get them exactly what they say they want. I have fucked up and made the mistake of like a guy told me what he want, but I got something that I thought was better. I got something that I thought that he would appreciate more. And he liked it, but he wanted what he 
said he wanted. And I had to really take myself out of the equation. Like, it don't matter if I think it's a stupid gift or if I think it's dumb. It's what he said he liked. You know what I'm saying? And I fucked up by, well, I'm going to get him this instead because it costs more. And I thought it, you know, it would just mean more. And it's just like, no, no, no. Get people what they say they like. If a nigga say, get me some clippers to cut my hair with or get me a goddamn lifetime supply of oil changes or some shit like, like get it, get it for them. No matter how dumb we think it is because men think flowers are dumb. I would rather have a beautiful bouquet of flowers versus a designer bag. Now, if I had to have my choice, I'm going to pick both. I'm going to pick both. Okay? (laughs) But, um, I don't know. It's just something about flowers. And see, men don't get it. Some, a lot of men be like, what the fuck is the obsession with flowers? Flowers die, but they're beautiful and they're fresh. They signify life. They bloom. It's just... I'm a flower girl. I I love flowers. I think flowers in a home makes it look much more homey. That's just my opinion. So, yeah, girl. I know you listening. I know you are anxiously awaiting it. Happy birthday to your boo. I hope y'all turn up. I hope y'all have a dope-ass time. But get that man what he want. Don't. If he's not a Gucci shoe guy, if he never mentioned Gucci shoes, if you never seen him in no Gucci shoes... If he, you never seen him in no designer, period, then he's not that guy. And that's okay. Don't try to make him that guy because you see other guys with the shit on social media. Like, no, no, girl. No, girl. That's not what we're doing. Um, But, yeah, happy birthday to him. So, let me see. We talked about music. We talked about Doja. We talked about Insecure. We talked about Azealia Banks, Crazy E.S. Talk about that dry ass, jagged edge battle. Who should be the next battle? Who am I putting my money on for the next battle? Um, they really haven't been out that long, but I guess we could do a, a Cardi B City Girl. That would be cute for the new girls. That would be cute for um. That would be cute. That would that would be cute for for the young girls. I think that would that would be nice. It would be fun. It would be fun for the young girls. I wouldn't mind seeing a Megan and Nicki Minaj battle. Um, I I think that might be dope. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing that at all. Um, because for some reason I feel like if Nicki entered the chat, the versus battle shit would go to another level. I really, really do. I would like to see Nicki and Meg. Um who else? Who else? Somebody said eight ball MJG and um UGK. Uh, y'all know I'm ready for that. Y'all know I am a 45 year old woman stuck in a 28 year old woman body, honey. Yes, give me some of that space age pimping, honey. I'm here for all of it. Now I will tune in with my cognac. That's a cognac night. Ain't no wine. And I'm disappointed in Jacket Edge. I had plans of sipping my wine. I couldn't even sip my wine. The audio was so trash and the energy was so trash. So, hopefully for the UGK, 
in eight ball MJG battle, I'ma have well, I can't sit wine now, but I will sit my cognac. Um, who else can battle? I think we should do a Lloyd and Bobby Valentino battle. I'm here for it. I think that would be one hell of a battle. Lloyd have a new song with Teddy Riley. I don't know if y'all heard it. It's called Slow Wine Baseline, and it's really good. I wouldn't even hold y'all. That's a good-ass song, and I am happy to hear Lloyd back. Um, even the video for it is just really cute. Lloyd, I love Lloyd. I'm a Lloyd fan. My my homeboy always tell me, you such a Lloyd. I am a Lloyd. I love Lloyd. I love, love, love his new song. He sounds amazing on it. I listened to that song like three or four times. It's really good. So, shout out to him. Um, Who else could battle? I I'm, I won't say I'm good on the battles for a while. I'm, you know, I like them. I'm definitely going to tune into them. Um, But, you know, like Swiss Beat said, he was on an episode of Joe Budden Podcast. They called him. And he was like, you know, it's just a work in progress, just like anything else. So, you know, getting the sound right and getting just everything right, it's going to be a work in progress. And you know what? I can respect that. Because that's what anything that's with us in this podcast hell we on episode 57 and Shandrika still don't know what the hell she doing honey I don't know what I'm doing I barely know what I'm talking about most of the days so I get it I definitely get it he also said that he turned down a lot of big offers when it comes to verses a lot of companies were trying to buy the whole versus um brand how y'all feel about that I think they were smart not to sell it because Versus is so unique and you got to think about Versus is happening during quarantine time. When we get out of quarantine and concerts are back to normal and touring is back to normal, this whole ideology behind Versus could be way bigger than just acts getting on Instagram and battling out. We're talking about versus tours. We're talking about uh, Erica Badu and Jill Scott on tour together. We're talking about um, a versus festival sets. You know what I mean? When two artists are going head to head on stage, like this versus um, situation has the potential to be way bigger than just an Instagram battle. It, it really has potential. I love what they're doing with the mixtapes. And I know I'm going backwards here. But I really love what they're doing with the playlists on title. Right after the battle. Immediately after the battle, you have access to the playlist. You can play it from scratch. I love that concept. So I think that concept is going to be really good with EPs moving forward. They can have the versus EPs in you know, the versus, I, I think the versus tour and concert is next. I really think that that would be the next step or some type of versus concert event, maybe on BET or MTV or VH1. You know what I mean? Just an hour of artists going head to head, playing their biggest hits on a televised network. I think that would be a really good deal or just moving it to YouTube 
like a YouTube concert series. I don't know, but I I don't think that versus is just gonna end here on Instagram. I don't. I think it's gonna really go on to be a huge, a huge, huge thing. And I'm here for it. I really like the concept, the business model of it. It's awesome. Um guys, I think that's it. Some people were saying Cardi B was pregnant. It remains to be seen until Cardi announced it. It's just rumor. But if she is pregnant, congratulations. Cardi is looking good these days. I saw her on a video dancing with Offset. And she just looks happy in that fucking piece. That's what happens when you take a break from social media for a while. You take a break from all the negative shit people saying for a while. And you literally focus on you. That's what Cardi is giving. She just, she's looking good. She seems happy. She just seems like she in a good ass place. And people is like, well, where's the music? Where's the music? I think she announced like a new single or something like that. But um, I'm, I'm just, I don't know. I'm, I feel happy for Cardi. I feel like she just been doing her thing. She ain't been super involved with social media bullshit lately. And you know what? I love that for her. Take some time and focus on you, Miss Mamas, and all the other Miss Mamas in the world. And on that note, honey, I am about to hang it up for this Friday podcast, shy. You know, I just got to come and give y'all a quick little one to kick off the weekend. I'm about to get in here and try to secure us some interviews because I know y'all is just sick of hearing my black ass talk, honey. So I'm going to try to get us some type of guests on the show, see if we can get something cracking in here. Um, y'all know where to find me, child. I ain't never leaving the Cake Dish Podcast on Instagram. Caked up, dripped out on Instagram if you want to get up close and personal. And the Cake Dish Podcast on Twitter. Child, I'm everywhere. I'm, I'm everywhere, honey. So, until Monday, episode 58, I will see y'all. Please, please, please be safe out here. Um, I wish you a good weekend, a safe weekend. Please be careful. Please, 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 please. And uh, until next time, I will catch you girls later. Toodles.